Welcome to the Real Estate Syndication Spotlight. I'm Annie Dickerson. And I'm Julie Lamb. Together, we're the founders of Good Egg Investments and creators of the Real Estate Accelerator. We help real estate investors and syndicators build their brands, find the right investors for their deals, and scale their businesses so they can do more and bigger deals. We believe that everyone has the power to make an impact through raising capital and helping people achieve financial freedom through real estate. We invite you to join the Real Estate Syndication Spotlight Facebook group so we can amplify our impact together. We know you're going to love this episode. And hey, be sure to stick around to the end of the show because we're going to reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing real estate podcasts on the planet. Ready? Let's go. Hello, friends, and welcome back for another episode of Real Estate Syndication Spotlight, brought to you by our friends at Good Egg Investments. And of course, I am your host, Rye Russell, and with me today is a very special guest joining our show. We have Colby Holland joining us. Colby, thank you so much for making the time for us today. Thank you so much, Russell. I appreciate being on. So Colby, I was wondering, you know, when we talk to some of these amazing guests that come on this show and, and educate us about what they're working on, one thing that I found is not everybody woke up at some point in their life and said, ah, real estate is where I'm going to spend my career in my life. And so I'm curious, did you graduate high school? Did you go to university saying, I want to be a master of real estate? Or how did you get into this? No, not at all. Um, uh, you're exactly right. Uh, I grew up uh, in Chicago. Uh, my dad's always been an entrepreneur. Uh, I have always had a thing for building things, but definitely didn't know that I wanted to get into real estate uh, specifically. Um, you know, back in the day, my dad, uh, you know, helped design and start restaurants. Uh, so that's kind of where I started to get that, you know, feel for, you know, how to design and set things up. Uh, his own restaurant actually went under right before the 2008 market crash. Uh, also, my parents were going through a divorce at that time. So uh, it was a little bit rough time for us. We had to sell our house during the time, you know, didn't sell for what we needed it for. So it was a really tough time for us. Uh, but then, you know, fast forward, I went to school for architecture. So like I said, I still did have a, a passion for learning. Didn't do much with that, unfortunately. Uh, but then fast forward to now, moved down to Fort Myers. Uh, and looking to get into real estate out here. So it's been really a great uh, transitioning process going from that to, to here now. So. Amazing. And, you know, I'm curious, Colby, for those individuals, there's so many people in the audience that, you know, they have also kind of started their, you know, or, or just started their real estate journey and they're looking for knowledge and resources. And so when you decided that this was really the shift you wanted to make, where did you go? Where did you start reading? Where did you start reviewing and start aggregating this knowledge? Uh, you know, just a quick Google search will bring you right to bigger pockets. So I think that's kind of where it all originated. Uh, everybody nowadays is, uh, you know, going straight there. So uh, I got out here and I started, uh, you know, just really learning, reading books, picking up books. Uh, one of my favorites so far has been The Millionaire, uh, Millionaire Investor uh, by Gary Keller. Uh, just kind of lays out the format of how you should, you know, structure deals and get everything going. So, 
you know, knowledge has been a key for me. And, you know, just picking up and reading any books that I can has really been uh, a key starting point to jumping into this whole real estate market we have. Absolutely. Now, Colby, when you think of real estate syndication, there's so much, there's so many opportunities uh, through the the world of real estate and especially in real estate syndication. I'm curious, you know, a lot of individuals, you know, they like, you know, single family homes, they like multifamily homes, they like big commercial projects. You know, what are the Mm -hmm. types of projects that you really started to research uh, when you first kind of made that mental shift of this is where I'm going? Uh, well, I've come to be a firm believer that, you know, you want to structure your, uh, what you want to get into, um, based on the lifestyle that you want to live. And I would like to have a lot of passive income coming in so that I have time to open up the opportunity to do design work and the things that I'm better in. Uh, so really multifamily is where I'm looking to start, uh, looking at the duplexes around the area. Uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the Fort Myers area where I'm located now, but Lehigh and just this whole general Southwest Florida area has been really huge and uh, really growing since I've been here. So it's been awesome. Amazing. So tell us a little bit about the area. What have you been learning during your research? Uh, so just like the markets uh, upward trend, it's a size market, obviously, right now. Things are people are buying things sight unseen. Uh, this whole area has actually been a huge development area. Uh, downtown's growing. Uh, and Lehigh as well. So uh, it's been awesome. Very exciting. <laughs> That's amazing. And I know now you have a, your real estate license, correct? I do not, actually. Okay. Um, yeah, you know, it's uh, something that uh, is probably in the works down the road. But, you know, uh, I think I'm looking more on the property management side of things where uh, like looking to house hack my first duplex property coming up here soon. So Oh, that's a great word, Colby. Tell us what house hacking means. House hacking. So basically it means uh, where you have multiple multiple doors. So it's at least like a duplex or a triplex or a quadplex. And you live in, in one side while you rent out the others. Amazing. So that's one of the first things that I did before I even knew that you could make money in real estate. One of my first properties was a was a duplex. You know, I felt like I was checking the boxes and following the rules of, of real estate. And mm-hmm. I did not realize, you know, how impactful that necessarily was until year two, year three, and then getting ready to sell it in year five was, mm-hmm. wow, you know, here was this, this income that allowed me to kind of hedge my cost, allowed me to put the work into the home while also residing in it, right? Because we have to have shelter for ourselves. And it was just a a unique process because I really got to learn the different aspects of managing your property, increasing value to your property, increasing, you know, the rental value of your property all of Mm -hmm. the way to as you were saying, the pandemic, I think, made a lot of individuals kind of shift their their real estate mindset in some ways. And in some ways, you know, maybe that that mindset that they had was kind of hedged. So in, in my in my example here, you know, the pandemic, you know, where I lived in Maine allowed for people that were in highly pop, densely populated areas to go and spread out a little bit. And so it was it was just interesting because when I sold the house for a profit, I never would have thought 
oh, hey, look at all, all the money you can make in real estate. So mm-hmm. it's just one of those things that I think we're always learning. We're always progressing. And that's why I'm always so fascinated with how individuals really learn and finesse their craft. Right. 100%. Chicago is a dying market. People are looking to get out of those big cities. Um, and it, it's definitely on a downward trend. The last, the last couple of years, the population of Chicago has gone down. So I was seeking other areas uh, of growth and opportunity and Southwest Florida is definitely one of those areas. So it's been awesome. So, and now you grew up in, in Illinois, correct? I did, correct. Okay, so yeah, so tell me a little bit about the about the market there and when you were making the decision of, of moving to Florida, because I know you, you put a lot of thought into it and obviously there's some great data there, but you know, coming from the Midwest, you know, to the Southeast United States, I just would love to kind of get into your head and, and kind of, you know, understand like, okay, this is where I, I, this is where I know. And then you've got the entire world in front of you. You know, how did you make that process say, okay, this is where we're going to settle now. You know, it was definitely a transition shift. Um, I did want it to, when I realized how much real estate could change my life and I really started learning about it and, you know, picking up the famous book, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, uh, back a while ago, um, just kind of that mental shift happened in Chicago. And I saw the opportunity of the the multifamily there where they usually have basements and, you know, one, two, three, four units above. Um, So, but before I moved there or before I realized that I wanted to get into it, I had already kind of made the decision to move out to Florida. so I had to kind of shift in how I was thinking and there's no basements here in Florida. So it was just a little bit of a, a little bit of a mind shift and, you know, it's been a learning curve, but uh, I can still get into that multifamily duplexes, lots of duplexes out here. Uh, people are buying up single family. So there's almost no uh, inventory for that right now. But uh, luckily uh, what I'm looking to get into, there are still some available. So I'm looking to uh, get, put my foot, get my feet wet, so to speak. Amazing. And Colby, what are the right types of partners that you're looking for? Because, you know, what one thing that I've learned is so many of the entrepreneurs in this space, there's so much to tackle. And so, you know, people are really finding, you know, the right teams or, or the right partners to execute on uh, the, the contractors or, or what have you. Are you kind of building out your team now or, you know, what does that process look like for you? Yeah, it's been really awesome. Uh, really just getting out there and going to my local meet, uh, RIA meetings has been really good. Um, just going to properties in general. When I first got out here, I ran into a, a gentleman named uh, Cliff and uh, he actually walked, I was, you know, scouring a property, you know, just uh, looking to see maybe I could flip this as a wholesale. Maybe I could just, uh, you know, just kind of learn in the market. And he came up to me and we started talking and you know, within the first month, I actually, he introduced me to Jay Scott, somebody that he's partnered with. And anybody in the real estate market now probably knows Jay Scott. So that was really cool. Uh, so building up his team, uh, just having him on my side, kind of uh, slowly mentoring me. He does a lot of fix and flips. So uh, yeah, building up that team is crucial. And, you know, he's one of the people that I've met. I also met an attorney out here. So just slowly gathering the people that I know in the long run are going to be able to help me do any type of syndication and uh, really work on my passion project later on down the road. That's incredible because I think it can be overwhelming sometimes looking for the right players, right? Because not necessarily 
that your attorney isn't necessarily going to be an equity partner in your business doesn't mean that they won't be, but you do mm-hmm. know that it is, it is a crucial and critical component of your team and protecting your business. And so have you found it difficult to find networking opportunities to meet different individuals? And how do you go about doing that? Because I think, you know, that is a real barrier for some individuals. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think uh, difficult is not the word. It's more scary, to be frank. Uh, it could be, uh, you, you know, you're so new at this and to meet people with either millions of dollars or have been doing this for X amount of years, uh, it could be a little intimidating. So uh, really just getting out there and not, you know, trying not to be afraid or just, uh, um, you know, just trying not to be afraid and just really getting in there is really the way to go. And you'll be surprised at how nice everybody is and how willing to help you everybody is. Really, uh, it's, it's one space uh, in, in business. I really don't think that people are like, you know, you go into the stock market or, you know, Wall Street, uh, you know, you know, there are wolves on Wall Street, you know, in, in real estate, it's more, uh, it's more of a community. And everywhere I've gone, people are more than willing to help you out. So, I mean, you really just got to get past that you know, that fear of uh, you know, failure and just fail forward as opposed mm. to, you know, never jumping in at all. So. I love that. Fail forward. Because it's true, right? I think that big, the big block there, if you will, it really is self-inflicted and self-imposed because 100%. we can Google the 50 meetups in our area, but what's the real barrier? It's putting on, tying your shoes and going to it. Exactly. Exactly. So how did you overcome that fear? Uh, Like I said, just getting out there and just making myself do it, you know, making that push yourself out the door. Right. Just go. And, uh, you know, it gets easier step by step, you know, doing one step at a time, even if it's just one little thing. Like today, I'm going to find a lender. Uh, Today, I'm going to call a house, you know, a homeowner and see if they're ready to sell or just have a conversation. You know, don't don't put too much pressure on yourself make an offer, you know, or just, just write it on your to-do list to get one thing done. And, you know, step-by-step, you know, nothing's really hard. It's just really, you know, taking the necessary steps to get to where you want to be. I love that you said, just make an offer because I've heard a few individuals now that have told me that they, they walked into a home and they got so excited that they made an offer before knowing where the cash was coming from. And, and Mm -hmm. when they got a call, you know, the later that day or the next day that said, Hey, the, the seller has accepted your offer. The panic sinks in of, okay, you know, like that's, that's (laughs) amazing. Thank you. Um, You know, we'll, we'll call back tomorrow. But what was, what's been amazing is I've seen a number of different individuals now that just, whether it was excitement or, or whatever, was just like, Mm -hmm. yes, we want it. Like, here's our offer. And then, oh no, but they found a way to pull it off because sometimes you just have to make that first step and you have to remove the options because once there's, once the option is gone, you kind of just have to do. 100%. Yeah, just getting out there is is crucial, you know. So, Colby, before we wrap up, I, I'm curious, you know, when you're looking at, you know, kind of your your daily discipline list, I suppose, right? And you're like, okay, I'm going to get up, I'm going to do this today. Uh, one, how do you keep yourself focused on that? Because I think it's great. I think all of us can create a list, but how do you say, okay, 
I'm going to make five phone calls today. You get to the five and you still haven't accomplished your goal. I'm sure that doesn't mean that that you're done for the day, right? You got to keep pushing until you get to mm-hmm. where you need to go. Yeah. So, I mean, it really comes down to grit or just, you know, everyday daily action. Um, I have a planner and I, I pretty much plan every hour of the day or every minute of the day. And, you know, what I didn't get done the next one day, I'll get done the next day. And it, it's crucial to, you know, keep that in order and keep that, um, you know, keep that daily action ready for you. You don't want to plan the day as you're doing it, you know, plan ahead. So I plan out the week, uh, you know, step by step and, uh, you know, make myself do it. It's a lot easier when you already have it ready to go and you don't have to think about what am I going to get done today? No, I have it written out step by step what needs to be done. So I would say that would be my most actionable step to to moving the, the needle forward. Brilliant. I love that. And we have an incredible audience, Colby, of individuals that are starting their real estate careers to seasoned professionals that have been doing this for decades. And so, you know, I would love for you to to tell us all, you know, what are some some uh, team members that you're looking for, you know, anything that you may need, uh, because then once we know how to connect with you more, who knows who's here in the audience. So anything that you're specifically looking for, something that you're a challenge you're trying to overcome or a benchmark you're trying to accomplish? Uh, well, definitely looking for people to invest in, uh, you know, trying to scale uh, quicker than uh, quicker than I can probably do on my by myself. So anybody looking to invest or, you know, add to the team, uh, also looking for a good property manager uh, so that when I'm off doing what I need to do on my own, uh, in the things that I'm best at designing and coming up with new ideas, uh, I can have somebody watching over a property. So amazing. Yeah, and so, Colby, if some of those individuals are in the audience, what is the best way for them to connect with you? Uh, so there's my website, hollandsestates.com. Otherwise, I'm on Instagram as well, Estates LLC, or you can catch me on Facebook as well. Amazing. And we'll be sure to drop those links in our show notes. So that way the audience can go and follow you. Well, Colby, I want to thank you so much for joining me here today on Real Estate Syndication Spotlight. I'm really excited that we connected and I'm looking forward to networking more. Thank you very much, Russell, for having me. It was great. Had a lot of fun. Oh, our pleasure. And thank you so much to all of you tuning in. This has been another amazing episode of Real Estate Syndication Spotlight by Good Egg Investments. And I look forward to seeing you in the next program. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Syndication Spotlight. If you are a real estate investor or syndicator who would like to be on this podcast, please visit syndicationspotlight.com and please also join the Real Estate Syndication Spotlight Facebook group so we can connect with you and learn more about you. And if you got something out of this episode, we'd love it if you could subscribe to this show and give us a rating and review. We promise to read your feedback and take action to continue to make this show even better and more valuable for the real estate syndication community. My name is Annie Dickerson. And I'm Julie Lamb. Thanks for listening. And thank you for being a part of the real estate syndication spotlight community.